0: You're listening to the Daily Detail, a roundup of the most important news from the state of Alabama and across the United States. I'm Andrea Tice. The president and CEO of 1819 News, Brian Dawson, talks about the dangers of a 24-hour national news cycle for those here in the state and why a media outlet based here in Alabama is so important. Dawson spoke with Joey Clark on News Talk 93.1 out of Montgomery
1: in order to fill 24 hours you end up with like the people on the weather channel you know what i mean That are out there and like the wind's blowing at like eight miles an hour and they're like holding on to a pole and like <laughs> right. things are you know right. and then the people walk by behind them like bro what are those guys exactly. doing yeah, right and so it's that it's the, the same thing goes on in national news like you have to create news you have to create narratives you have to create things in order to keep people tuned in and and the emotion that you're trying to you know draw out of people is ire anger frustration despondency and in the ultimate goal of national news and um, corporate news media is tune in or die mm. okay so that's their goal is tune in or die Good point. if you don't tune in you're going to die so you need to tune in and watch all of our commercials you know and then if you're not here when you get back from the commercials you might die right and so they 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 have this big spooky scary thing they're always spinning Um, And that if you miss just one minute of their 24-hour coverage, you might miss out on something that that could cost you your life. Um, And politics is is local. it's At least it's supposed to be. And, you know, we talk about one of the dangers of the 24-hour news cycle is it draws everybody out of seeing what's going on locally where you can actually make a difference. You you know, you can actually bump into your senator at at a restaurant. You can be getting a haircut and, and your representative show up. Like, that's a place that you can actually make a difference.
0: A new caucus is launching in the U.S. House that was started in part by an Alabama congressman. Mo Brooks, along with Indiana Congressman Jim Banks, have now formed and launched the House Hypersonics Caucus. It's created to push forward the development and use of hypersonic weapons as part of national security for the United States. Brooks says that both China and Russia have spent the past two decades building up their military forces, including the creation of an offensive hypersonic weapons system. Brooks says the group within the U.S. House will learn about and support efforts within the Department of Defense to test and build hypersonic systems. Both men say that hypersonic missiles are critical to national defense and that the nation cannot afford to fall behind. Other members already joining the caucus are Robert Adderholt of Alabama District 4 and Jerry Carl of Alabama District 1. Federal prosecutors are weighing in on a case that involves an Alabama teenager who was kidnapped by a Texas man. 19-year-old Daniel Skipworth is still in jail on a half-a-million-dollar bond. He's in jail in Tyler, Texas. He's facing federal charges for human trafficking and child sexual assault. Skipworth is accused of driving to the state of Alabama to meet an underage girl he was communicating with online. The victim's family contacted police, and through cell phone tracing, FBI agents were able to find the girl at Skipworth's home this past April. The girl had been there for a couple of days, and by day two was asking for Skipworth to take her home. Also, the Federal Bureau of Investigations is offering a reward for any more information regarding the death of an Alabama man in the state of Illinois. Jelani Day was in that state doing postgraduate studies. He was reported missing this past August. His body found in the Illinois River on September 4th. The coroner ruled that Day died from drowning with no evidence of injuries beforehand. The FBI is offering a $10,000 reward in the case. The FBI is offering a $10,000 reward in the hopes of bringing forth new witnesses to today's case. Alabama continues to reach out to the tornado victims in the state of Kentucky. This time, a business in Slocum is stepping up to help. Southern Storage is collecting donations that will head to the devastated town of Mayfield. Residents of that town in Kentucky are in dire need of water due to the destruction of their water tower, as well as loss of electricity. Slocum Storage is accepting water, canned foods, blankets, coats, flashlights, batteries, soap, towels, MREs, and of course toys. Since we're just days away from Christmas, the first load of supplies will head out to Kentucky this coming Friday. A shakeup at Auburn just a few days after the University of Alabama celebrates the Heisman Trophy win of QB Bryce Young. Now the Auburn Tigers are losing Bo Nix, their quarterback. He has put in for a graduate transfer without disclosing where he's headed. Nix was able to start for Auburn for 34 games before an ankle injury occurred against Mississippi State. Nix says the decision to leave was the toughest he's ever made. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir says there are now 65 confirmed fatalities and still 105 people unaccounted for after a multi-state tornado did major damage in that particular state. The youngest victim in Kentucky is a two-month-old baby, Oakland Coon. President Joe Biden has declared a federal disaster for eight counties in Kentucky that will allow for aid and money to flow faster to those in need. The Federal Emergency Management Agency will assess and add on more counties as needed to that declaration. Biden also plans to inspect the damage in Kentucky and other states this coming Wednesday. The U.S. Supreme Court declines to block a state law out of New York that eliminates religious exemptions for health workers when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine mandate. It does allow for medical exemptions, but only those. The case is working its way through the lower courts and is likely to end up at the U.S. Supreme Court. In the meantime, the highest court declined applications from New York doctors and nurses who were asking for injunctive relief that would allow for the religious exemptions while the legal process continues to get underway. Justices Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alito, and Neil Gorsuch all dissented with the decision to decline those requests. Gorsuch says that the state's executive decree clearly interferes with the free exercise of religion for those who served on the front lines during the height of the COVID-19 cases. Gorsuch added that one can only hope that today's ruling is not the final chapter in this grim story. When it comes to vaccines, the inventor of the mRNA technology, Dr. Robert Malone, is imploring parents to not give the shot to their children. Malone says he now has 15,000 physicians and medical scientists from around the world who have signed a declaration against healthy children being given the vaccination for COVID-19. Malone went so far as to release a five-minute video explaining his credentials, his prior stance on vaccines, as well as his reasons for not wanting this one to be given.
2: I'm vaccinated for COVID and I'm generally pro-vaccination. I've devoted my entire career to developing safe and effective ways to prevent and treat infectious diseases. Before you inject your child, a decision that is irreversible, I wanted to let you know the scientific facts about this genetic vaccine, which is based on the RNA vaccine technology I created. The first is that a viral gene will be injected into your parent's cells. This gene forces your child's body to make toxic spike proteins. These proteins often cause permanent damage in children's critical organs. These organs include their brain and nervous system, their heart and blood vessels, including blood clots, their reproductive system. And most importantly, this vaccine can trigger fundamental changes to their immune system. The most alarming point about this is that once these damages have occurred, they are irreparable. They cannot be reversed. The second thing you need to know is about the fact that this novel technology has not been adequately tested. We need at least five years of testing and research before we can really understand the risks associated with this new technology. The harms and risk from new medicines often become revealed many years later. I ask you to ask yourself, as a fellow parent, if you want your child to be part of the most radical experiment in human history. One final point, the reason they're giving you to vaccinate your child is a lie. Your children represent no danger to their parents or grandparents. It's actually the opposite. Their immunity after getting COVID is critical to save your family, if not the world, from this disease.
0: Malone says he's speaking as a parent himself, a grandparent, a physician, and a scientist. The Ghislaine Maxwell trial continues. The defense plans to call in 35 witnesses for the British socialite, The prosecution has already called 24 witnesses and will be wrapping up their arguments by the end of this week. Maxwell is charged with aiding and abetting Jeffrey Epstein in the sexual abuse of underage girls. Four victims painted a picture of being befriended by Maxwell, getting attention, gifts and promises of future help in their careers, only to be sent to Epstein for massages that turned into sexual abuse. Maxwell is not slated to take the witness stand in her own defense. The Jussie Smollett trial wrapped up last week with a guilty verdict against the Empire actor for staging a hoax hate crime in Chicago back in 2019. Attorneys for Smollett do plan to appeal the ruling. However, the lawsuits against Smollett are already rolling in. The city of Chicago is suing Smollett for $130,000 for wasting their time in responding to his fake crime, including police overtime. The Osundera brothers are suing their former friend and hoax hate crime mastermind. The two brothers from Nigeria are accusing Smollett and his attorneys of defamation for making their defense argument that the two brothers were criminally homophobic, racist, and violent. During the trial, the defense indicated that Abimbool Osendera was also gay and involved with Smollett. Osundera says this is untrue and now puts his life in danger when he travels back to Nigeria since homosexuality is illegal and punishable by prison or death in that country. Well, it's a Christmas merchandising miracle in Georgia. A company called BringAmmo.com is fully stocked with 260,000 square feet of wrapping paper for the holidays. That's enough to cover six football fields. So why is this a story? Well, all of that wrapping paper has a Christmas theme for sure, but it also has the words, Let's Go Brandon! The family business in Georgia is making bank off of a phrase that was started here in Alabama at the Talladega Superspeedway. If you plan to use that wrapping paper with someone who doesn't understand the meaning of that phrase, you may want to explain it ahead of time, maybe on Christmas Eve when all the kids are in bed. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure to listen to Right Side Radio as Michael Yaffe fills in for the day so that Phil Williams can celebrate his 35th wedding anniversary.
3: Uh, A story here. About Dr. Fauci. Oh, I know, I know. You will just love to hear another story about Dr. Fauci. But this is from the Denver Gazette. Fauci says that relatives should require each other to show proof of vaccination to gather for the holidays. I kid you not, that's, that's the headline. Dr. Anthony Fauci advised that people require their own family members to show evidence of vaccination before gathering for the holidays I know I'm not an epidemiologist like Dr. Fauci, but if you're vaccinated and I'm vaccinated, why do you care if someone around you is vaccinated or not? I don't understand why we keep pushing this fear on people who are vaccinated. You either believe the vaccine works or you don't. If you're vaccinated and you're scared, you're acting like you believe the vaccine doesn't work, right? Seems that way. If you believe the vaccine does work, why would you be scared of someone who's not vaccinated? That doesn't make any sense. That's on them if they're unvaccinated, isn't it? If you're vaccinated, act like it works.
0: You can find that podcast at RightSideRadio.org. If you're enjoying Daily Detail, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. And while you're there, please consider leaving a five-star rating for my podcast. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow.